This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Wednesday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. And today we leave with news of further chunky benchmark interest rate rises and growing market fear despite much economic data released being generally positive. American durable goods orders slipped in August and from July but less than was anticipated by analysts and the dip was very minor. They remain 11.2% higher than a year ago. Non-defence capital goods orders were up 6.3% on that basis. And US retail sales, as measured on a same-store basis, rose last week to be 11% higher than a year ago. After declining all year, there was an unexpectedly large surge in sales of new homes in August in the US, rising at an annual rate of 685,000 and far above the 500,000 rate expected. It was particularly notable in the South and West. And there was also a better-than-expected improvement in consumer sentiment in September, according to the widely-watched Conference Board survey. Adding to the upbeat data, the Richmond Fed's factory survey in the Mid-Atlantic states came in better-than-expected too, but it really only recovered the unexpected July drop, and new orders are not growing there. The US Treasury auctioned a five-year bond today, and that repeated yesterday's outsized rise in yields demanded by bidders. This one was just as large. The tender was very well supported and the median yield was 4.13% and up from 3.15% at the same event a month ago. At some point, these much higher interest rates paid will weigh on the US federal deficit, but recall it has been falling at an amazing pace, down from disastrous levels in a very rapid repair. And there were a series of other consumer confidence surveys out yesterday. These have increasing importance given the background economic data is wobbling. If consumer sentiment wobbles too, a downbeat future is all but certain. In Australia, consumer sentiment is rising in the ANZ Roy Morgan survey as now at a four-month high. But in the longer-term perspective, high might be stretching it a bit. In Taiwan, their consumer sentiment survey slipped slightly in September. In South Korea, their consumer sentiment rose and is now well off its July drop. In China, industrial profits were unchanged in August, embedding a small fall for the first eight months of 2022. Given the sluggish Chinese economy, a fall is consistent with other data. But that they have limited it to a slippage of just 2.1% is impressive, if true. Meanwhile, the yuan is falling faster against the US dollar. An aggressive pushback by the Chinese central bank is now expected. In the UK, there is a growing and significant trend of mortgage lenders withdrawing loan offers as their real estate market faces a sharp and sudden retreat. Lenders fear borrowers will go underwater quickly in this market, leaving them with losses. Major lenders are among those pulling back. And just one day after indicating it wasn't about to move its policy to protect the British pound, an official at the Bank of England said significant policy moves are coming. Markets will remain sceptical until they see action. In Australia, the Optus breach scandal is spreading. It is one that may affect over half the adult population and cause AML issues for millions. And the US Treasury 10-year yield starts today at 3.97% and another 8 basis points higher than this time yesterday in a continuing push up. It's a new 14-year high. And the price of gold will open today at $1,630 an ounce. This is up $2 from this time yesterday. 
And oil prices start today a dollar firmer at just under $78 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price has risen about $1.50 to just be under $84.50 a barrel. And a Russian gas pipeline to Europe appears to have been sabotaged overnight. It's a supply disruption that won't have a meaningful impact on the energy crisis, however. But there's no word yet on who may be responsible. But it wasn't entirely unexpected. And the Kiwi dollar will open today at just on 56.3 US cents and marginally softer than this time yesterday, and still close to the pandemic low and the rate that applied in April 2009. Against the Australian dollar, we're firmer at just on 87.7 Australian cents. Against the euro, we're also slightly firmer at 58.8 euro cents. That all means our trade-weighted index starts today at just on 67.2 and little change in a day. And the Bitcoin price is now at $19,160 and again up a mere 0.4% from this time yesterday. But in between it did pop up over $20,000, but could not hold it. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been high, just on plus or minus 3.8%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.